Hey, it's Sarcasm Speaks. Welcome back, everybody. Jared and Bob here uh, with you on this, well, what would be a normal Tuesday night for us, but it's uh, third day in a row. You guys are probably going to get this next week. Probably, nope, I was going to say as we're landing, but that's not true because we have a normal flight home. Um, maybe as, did Jones, Jones's flight got, can't, got rescheduled too? So I say maybe you're downloading this as Jones is getting on the plane. Um, but I think he also has a normal time. I think he flies out at like nine. I think he originally had what, like a five thirty or something. I think he had a 6 a.m. departure. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> um, so here we are. Um, we've got some, a decent amount of shit, uh, to go with, um, before I get into like the, the big fun one, um, the whole Twitter thing. Um, this is super interesting. I saw this today and I'm curious, I'm curious to see your, your thoughts on this. So there has been an attack on a power grid in North Carolina. Um, I saw this today in my email, uh, shout out to, to Roka news. Again, that's, I've talked about them before I sign up, I get like a daily email. They have like four headline things with a couple bullet points and then they have some like other shit, but like they're legit news, right? They're not slanted one way or the other. They're right down the middle. Hey, here's the facts, you know, basically how news and journalism is supposed to go. So shout out to, uh, shout out to them. Roka, Roka news. I think it's Roka wave on Instagram or something like that. I don't know, but, um, Outside of them, I haven't heard a ton about this. Did you hear anything about this? I mean, I think it, it no. did act it did go down today, but or yesterday. But <clears> um <throat> so no one's really talking about this, which I think is super interesting. So the attack on a power grid in North Carolina has left over 33,000 people without power. Um so again, unfortunately, this is like one of those things where it just happened. I think it's super interesting. This episode is not going to come out until next Monday. So maybe we'll have more answers. Maybe the whole world will have exploded by then. Who knows? But, um, you know, I doubt more people are even going to talk about it between now and then. So here's the, the rundown. Is that police are alleging that unknown assailants fired gunshots at two power substations just after 7 p.m. on Saturday. Oh, wow. So this happened over the weekend. So for sure, no one is going to talk about this in the news then if it hasn't been covered yet um, by by Monday. So the attack left roughly 45,000 homes and businesses in Moore County, North Carolina without power. Um, the relevant energy company has said power should return by Thursday. Police are working with the FBI to investigate However, they haven't yet identified any suspects. Officials declared a state of emergency and instituted a 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew. Temperatures in the county are expected to dip to 30 degrees this week. Um, so then they have like a little section in the, the email and it's called dig deeper. So digging deeper into this, the assailants knew, quote, knew exactly what they were doing to cause the damage, a sheriff said. Earlier this year, a top government body warned that domestic terrorists have been developing, quote, 
credible, specific plans to attack U.S. power grids since at least 2020. So here we are, and this is why I think this is super interesting. One, like I already mentioned, no one is talking about it. It's not in the news. Two, this is kind of a big fucking deal, right? So I feel like for two reasons, I'm I'm kind of upset about why like people aren't talking about this. And one of them is is just in general, it's a big deal, right? It could it could potentially be some sort of terrorism, right? Whether it's domestic terrorism or foreign, it do- doesn't really matter. It it could be some form of terrorism, number one. Um, and number two, people don't realize how actually reliant they, or we, I should say we in general, uh, myself included, are reliant on electricity and the power grid. So we all laugh and joke sometimes, right? We live in the Northeast. We get blizzards, we get thunderstorms, we get high winds, sometimes trees come down, sometimes we lose power. But I mean, especially when we lived at Mansfield, it was beautiful being on municipal electric. Um, we really never lost power for you know more than 45 minutes, except for that one time that the car Someone drove the into the pole. telephone pole right outside of our house and ripped down <clears throat> all of the power lines. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And then they couldn't figure out because we were the last house in Mansfield. They couldn't figure out, oh, do we call Mansfield Electric or do we have to call National Grid because the town of Norton, who we bordered, our property line was the border or Easton, whatever, was on National Grid. So everyone was like, I don't know. It's not mine. Oh, I don't know. It's not mine. Oh, I think those power lines run over there. That's National Grid. Well, these lines go over there. That's Mansfield Electric. Hey, guys, I don't really give a fuck whose it is. Can we just like hang them back up and turn our power back on? Because we've been without power for like an hour and a half. And I haven't been able to leave my driveway because the fucking live power lines were down across our driveway. So um, yeah, there was that one time, but but that's, that's an aside. Um, really, really fucking important, right? The power grid. So if for whatever reason, the power grid were to go down, especially now, right, in the Northeast when it's really fucking cold outside, we would be fucked. We, uh, like, people wouldn't be able to do shit. Just start indoor fires. Yeah, <laughs> like the Dudesons. Yeah. <laughs> start, a, start a campfire on the coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? It went pretty well for them. Yeah, I think so. It made for good TV. <laughs> I did like the Dudesons. They were pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the episode of them in Viva La Bam was good too because they just like did not shut the fuck up. So it's like you have to deal with them talking the whole time, but how much they piss everybody else off is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I mean, this is a potential for like a legit threat, right? Like if if another country or whatever fucking domestic terrorist group really wanted to fuck shit up, all they have to do is just blow up a power plant. What are we going to do? Like everyone that's like, oh yeah, well, oh no, I won't have lights. Well, not only will you not have lights, uh, you know that thing that you hold in your hand that you're fucking glued to? Yeah, when that dies, 
ain't no way to charge it. When that's gone, that's gone. It, like for these people in North Carolina that are without electricity from Saturday night until Thursday, that's that's five days without electricity. Like, what about the people that have electric heat in their house, right? So I guess if you use gas, well, technically, no, even if you it, use it, gas it, and oil, yeah. your furnace is on. Your, yeah, furnace, your furnace is, is electric. electric. Unless you're burning coal in your house. Right. Or you have a wood stove. What about the coal? The coal-fired steam engine. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) For a mobile home. (laughs) Are are people not doing that? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, kind of scary, right? A little bit. If you stop and think about it. How really fucking susceptible we are to chaos basically like what would happen if the grid went down for seven seven days probably nothing radical but what if there was like some sort of massive fucking cyber attack or something that now the electrical grid is down for a month um again learn how to learn how to make a fire i guess i don't know because everything's fucked pipes are fucked yeah Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be cold like, yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. I, I think it's it's really. A, fr- a lot f- more fragile of a situation than people care to realize. Uh, not that I'm saying like everyone should go full blown prepper, but. I do think that there is some merit to that stuff, right? Um. And uh, shout out to uh, to Sexy Chris here. Um, there was an episode, I forget who it was, but there was an episode on a podcast that we both listened to. And um, after the episode, I reached out to him and we talked about it. And I was like, dude, I am fucking terrified of like an apocalypse now or like a nuclear war. I think it was like we're super, cl- how close we actually were to like a nuclear war. And I wanted to be like, Dude, I'm going to go to BJ's and buy a fuck ton of aluminum foil and like just try like get everything like my my brain was so fucking like holy shit like we could be fucked. Um for anyone that doesn't know, if there is nuclear fallout, if you put tin foil over your windows and then duct tape them down, obviously you need to then also duct tape over the seams. Um, it's pretty good at keeping out, uh, nuclear fallout. So just a little tidbit there. <laughs> if you happen to not be in the blast radius, but you happen to be not, not close enough to be in the radius, but close enough to like have to deal with that shit. Um, there you go. There's your little, there's your little, uh, idea right there. Tin foil, huh? Yeah. Yeah. The metal, the metal will reflect it like it not i don't reflect people think reflect like fucking light but it it like it the the stuff can't penetrate through metal obviously like your windows aren't totally airtight you know what i mean so things can <laughs> maybe your windows out. yeah <laughs> um so it's 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 i don't know i this, this it's things like this that kind of make me think like well Good thing we got a bunch of wood in the backyard. I got a fireplace. I mean, it's like, you know, I could make it work. Wouldn't be awesome, but 
Because you think about too, like I got an electric stove, and yeah, we're you're not cooking. We're we're a benefit here again, being in the Northeast, but where it's cold enough. But your fridge, fridge runs on electricity. So, you know, like I said, you could stick things outside, um, but it's the winter time. But if it were to happen in the summertime, you're not cooking. You got no fridge. You got no AC if it's summertime, right? So if it's 110 outside, it's 110 inside, if not more. <laughs> so instead of buying a shitload of tinfoil at BJ's, why don't you just buy a generator? Well, yeah, I mean, you could. That's the other thing. The tinfoil was more of the uh, the nuclear war. <laughs> I also am well aware that generators cost more than tinfoil. Oh yeah, they're like well, the legit ones we talked about are like twenty grand. The ones you bury. Oh, if you're gonna get it installed, yeah. But I mean, you can get like a gas powered one. Well, I mean, they're all gas powered, but yeah, yeah. But I yeah, mean, no, in in the grounds like twenty k, but you can get a portable one. You get twenty portable ones for twenty k. <laughs> That's true. It's true. So just keep moving the moving the plug. Plug shit into different ones. Why do you have to move them? Well, theoretically, you'll have, more power, would, you'll have more power than you'd have anyway. But one would, I would assume one would run out of gas. You know what I mean? In a time of an apocalypse, you're not, you're not going to jump down to the gas station and fill up the gas tank. No, of course you are. For the generator. <laughs> Wait, the gas company is going to go under? Doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like oh, so said, you keep using these words like apocalypse, like... If there's a fucking apocalypse, just fucking take me out. <laughs> what am I going to do? What skills do I have? Like, how am I going to handle an apocalypse? That's fair. What am I going to start? Zombie training? Yeah, I mean, that that's, that's a little... That's a little much. But a real, like, we don't need a zombie apocalypse for Zombies where we draw the line? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, like I said, all it takes is one is to knock out the power grid, like a legit knockout. Yeah, but it's going to have to like completely kill it because like five, seven days, dude, that happens in Easton once a year. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I fucking promise you once a year, Easton will lose power for five days. Yeah. Big blizzard. All it takes is more than fucking four and a half inches of snow. Yeah. And maybe some wind. I don't know what the fuck. I, like, they must have made their power grid or, like, their lines must be, like, fucking pipe cleaners because <laughs> the small, like, any type of actual wind throws them off for fucking three, four, five days. That's the thing. is like, they all have generators because they all lose power. All the the slightest breath of fucking wind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, so not five months. Like, it takes, like, an actual windstorm or nor'easter, but it's, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a bad one. What Did did we have, like, a bad nor'easter when we were in Mansfield? Uh, yeah, we did. Because um, I know people lost power for 10 days. Two or three years ago? We were doing the podcast. Um, Must have been 19 then. Because I remember we were sitting in the the dining room where the, we did the podcast. Oh, it could have been 19 into 20. 
and uh there was like massive fucking snow everywhere outside yeah because yeah whatever that one was people literally lost power for like again 10 fucking days yeah in easton no obviously that one was like bad bad but again routinely like three four five days yeah yeah did I wonder how did... long those in-ground generators last. Well, I guess if you pipe it, if you have no, gas. they're connected to nat- natural gas. Right, right. So they always last. Yeah, yeah. You would have to, ha- you have to have the natural gas line available in order for that. Yeah. So, interesting. I do know a guy who got like, I don't think it's in the ground 20K, but might be like, out of the ground 5k like install whatever mm-hmm. hasn't lost power since he installed it i'm like that dude that's five grand well worth it yeah <laughs> that yeah the ultimate jinx well it was almost like you buying the snowblower last year and i was figured we just wouldn't get snow anymore well yeah yeah i mean if that's what it takes then that's what it takes i'll oh, take yeah, one for I'll the take, team i might go buy a snowblower even though i don't have to snowblow anything <laughs> if it's just that much, one because if i can be that much of a jinx yeah, I mean, why not, right? I'm thinking like whenever we like do have a house again, like heated driveway, in-ground <laughs> generator, snowblower, yeah. like make it like the most so make it so set up to handle snow and outages that it'll be such a bad jinx that we'll never get snow. <laughs> it'll defy logic like on my either just like my 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 land or or my street or something yeah yeah the one yeah the one street will just not get snow yeah. like i don't ha- i don't have this much money so it's really no issue but 20k for a generator in the ground yep do it yep um 10k to for a heated driveway yep do it <laughs> um snowblower is easy like whatever else you can do, I don't know what else. Fucking, yeah, I'll install like um, like the Inferno match in WWE. Like yeah. Whatever, the, whatever those things are, I'll put those like by the sidewalk, so I just turn them on and it just melts all the snow. <laughs> that definitely can't be against zoning or anything. No, definitely not. Not well. I think you're you're good as long as they're not permanent. <laughs> but what do I do? Do I have to wait for someone to walk by to turn them on? Yeah, yeah. If they're I want to keep them warm too. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not changing the structure. Yeah. What do you mean, sir? They're only here temporarily. Yeah, they're not permanent. Yeah. They look pretty permanent. I, not permanent. I can take them on whenever I want. Yeah, I'll remove them. I'll remove them right now. Yeah. Want me to turn them on first? <laughs> <laughs> Go look at that one. Yeah, check that one out. Pick it up. Watch. See? It moves. <laughs> Um, yeah. So then, uh, the other thing we got going on is the Twitter files, which I think are really interesting. Um, oh, you know what? I did see this. So Elon Musk, uh, since he bought Twitter was able to get a hold of all of the internal files, um, that belong to Twitter. And as he was going through them, he was like, wow, there's some really fucked up shit in here. So he goes, I'm going to make them public. 
So he teamed up with reporter uh, Matt Taibbi, who is great. He's been on Rogan a couple times. That's how I'm familiar with him. Um, but he, I think he's one of those guys. He's an independent. He has his own podcast. I think he he writes his stuff through Substack, maybe. If not, then he has his own publication way. But like, he's not tied to any like a New York Post or a Times or Fox or CNN or any of those guys. Um, albeit, I think he got his start with the Times, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so Matt Taibbi is great. And he started leaking. Well, not leaking because it was intentional. Um, he started releasing um, the internal files from people on Twitter that showed uh, a lot, a lot of governmental interference uh, and proof of it. And the one thing I want to make very clear about this is most people will just focus on the Hunter Biden laptop story and all of the examples of the Biden administration that reached out to Twitter to have them suppress stuff. Now, I don't know specifically the breakdown here. Like, it's probably not 50-50. Is it closer to 70-30? Maybe, potentially, if not more. But Trump isn't fucking uh, innocent either. The Trump oh, so administration a lot of that, a lot was of doing came the from, exact same thing. Yeah, it came from 2020, which yeah, the election yeah. was in 2020, but inauguration well, is until 2021. So that's the thing is that the the 2020 election they're saying was um, they can't prove obviously that it was altered, but Twitter did suppress the New York Post article about the Hunter Biden laptop before the 2020 election. Yep. So there was all of this stuff that was involved, and then so so Trump being involved it would be you know between 2016 to 2019 where he had stuff suppressed as well um but like i said people were mostly focusing on on the biden administration both of them are are fucking cunts because they're politicians so don't forget that um but i think the 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 biden ones are the big ones right because that's why people are kind of saying that the election was uh, affected, I think is a good word to use um, because uh, everyone else is going to say tampered fucking all this other shit. There was no Twitter didn't fucking tamper with the election. Twitter suppressed information that could have potentially swayed people in the election. I mean, like Twitter wasn't fucking in there changing fucking algorithms for how the votes were counted, despite what some of these fucking crazy right wing people want you to think. Um, but yeah, could that have story changed everything? Yeah, certainly, certainly could have. Um, you know, it was kind of poo pooed right from the beginning and it was called fake news. Right. And it was like, oh, no, that's fake. Someone someone leaked that all this. And then everyone just kind of stopped talking about it because apparently they were told by the Biden team or the, the democratic team at the time 
don't run that story. So they didn't. <laughs> and they actively suppressed the story being on Twitter. And we knew this right from the time because people, someone reposted it and got banned from Twitter or they got suspended from Twitter for a week. So like there were obvious examples of this, but like now we have the smoking gun, right? Like we have the communications between Twitter employees that prove this. Now, the big question here is, what do we do with this? I have no fucking idea. I'm not smart enough for that shit. Probably nothing, dude. I mean, yeah, if I were to guess, I would say probably nothing. But I wonder if I can find out what the First Amendment has to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, the First Amendment is probably going to say that the Fourth Amendment is useless. Or no, the no, third. It's the third. It's the third, third. The third Amendment is useless. What no, an I idiot! Think, I think the first. Mm. I think the First Amendment actually actually knows what it's talking about. Now, again, it doesn't fit everyone's narrative, so people will try to dispute it. I speak like the account, like the, I mean, the account speaks like the First Amendment is the first person, like I, right, me, right, whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know the account name, so I'm on bad legal takes. Um, that's always good. I do like yeah. uh, I do like the bad legal takes. Yeah, those are those ones are pretty good too. I see those Boy, from time to time. Where the fuck? Is the First Amendment usually they? Oh, here it is. They they do uh they do like a collab, if you will. Yeah, the fucking handle is at us const under amend under underscore i underscore one. I don't know what the fuck that is. Looks like i. Um. But I know because. A lot of people now try to turn this into like First Amendment talk, and it's like, oh, this is this is freedom of speech, and people are like, this doesn't have to do with freedom of speech. It's the government. The government can't suppress you, and it's like, well, where do you think the orders came from? Oh, well, you can't prove that. It's like, well, that fucking says it right there. So, well, we don't know. And I'm like, well, look yeah. who was look who was president in 2020. And I'm like, oh my god, these people will talk circles. Like, like, like I have eight year olds that argue the same way at the yeah. gym. Yeah. They change their argument. They, they change the argument. It's like, oh, well, uh, move the goalposts. And like, you guys argue like children. You actually, I've heard mo more coherent arguments from children and more ownership from children. <laughs> yeah, that's for damn sure. My favorite thing. Oh, this is this is great. Um, fuck, I wanted to bookmark it, but I didn't. What an asshole! Are you still looking for the First Amendment and what it has to I say? I found his account, but I haven't found. Uh... <laughs> still right here. <laughs> Someone DM the First Amendment. Is there an? Is there any amendment that's kind of an asshole that no one wants to be around? Definitely the Third Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, uh, 
I do love the hate for the third amendment. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, 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 let's see. Damn. I mean, I remember most of it though, so I'll I'll try and riff off the top of my head. I wanted to actually play like a clip of something from the Drinking Bros podcast that I heard today, but I'll just uh, I'll do my best to recreate it. So the First Amendment protects against government requiring Twitter to remove protected speech. This includes disinformation and misinformation. Twitter can remove disinformation or misinformation on its own if it chooses, but the government should stay out of it. Now, bad legal takes. Nope. Wrong person. Yeah, so it is it is a little um iffy as yeah. to whether whether this was government orders or not, because the Biden had because Biden wasn't president yet. Well, no, so, there's other, this is just the one example. There have but, been other multiple examples of people of the Biden administration reaching out to Twitter to not, to remove a story or to suppress a story. Okay. Oh yeah. And, that's, Cause that's just the Hunter Biden stuff. That's just the Hunter Biden laptop. Cause he story. wasn't, he wasn't president then. Right. Correct. So that's um, not government involved. Right. That was just, well, I mean, Technically, he was uh, he was still a senator at the time, but I don't know that now we're splitting hairs here. We're getting into weeds that like I don't fucking understand. But yeah, I'm I'm reading a Twitter account that I am the First Amendment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there there are legitimate open examples of the Biden administration while he was president with Twitter employees saying like suppress this or don't run that or you know whatever and the twitter employees are like yeah done or like all set taken care yeah. of like things like that um so the the big issue here that most people have is that twitter for the longest time is was able to kind of um play both sides so they always come out on top where they were claiming that they were a public forum, right? And under if you've ever heard of people talk about Section 230 and Trump wanted to repeal it and all of the tech companies were fucking going after him, probably part of the reason why he was so demonized by Facebook and Twitter and all these things is because he wanted to end the protections that Section 230 um, provided. So Section 230 is a, just a, a fucking a quick rundown has to do with a law that was passed in like the 90s, I think, that that protects um, media outlets that are considered public forums and does not hold them accountable for something that's published on their website. For example, right, if someone posts a fucking clan meeting on Twitter, like Twitter can't be sued for racism or something. You know what I mean? Like 
you would have to go to the person and do the person. Like Twitter is just the public forum, right? The person is who is held responsible. So it's it's this whole thing, it's protection, whatever. So because of that, the the whole argument behind all of this is if you are a public forum, then that means you would then have to allow everything. Because the second you start curating content, you are no longer a public forum. You are technically an editor of information, which then you're not protected by Section 230. So it's this big back and forth between uh, conservatives and liberals about this 230. And it's really conservative. It's the Republicans and the tech companies really is, is what it comes down to. But it's it's Twitter's been playing both sides. They've been saying, oh, no, we're a public forum. We, we can't be held responsible for anything. But the Republicans are like, well, you're editing content, you're curating content, you're suppressing things, you're acting as an editor. Therefore, you should lose your 230 protection. And Twitter's like, no, we haven't. We're a public forum. This is what we do. We just let everyone say anything. We've got porn on our fucking app, right? Like that's the whole thing. Twitter, like people talk about that. Like you, it's all, oh, it's Twitter. You can do whatever. Not really. And now, like I said, we have the smoking gun of really, not really. And then the other side of that, right? That really a lot of people don't like is that now you have something that is a social media outlet that sort of in a way is acting as an extension of the federal government, right? Like not like someone a lot smarter than me, right? Could make the argument that by Twitter being in constant communication with the executive branch of the government and taking orders basically and filing those orders they are acting as an extension of the federal government, which is also not cool, right? Because now the government is expanding its reach and it's getting into all areas of everything and all kinds of bullshit like that. So that makes people not feel good either. So you've got a lot of, uh, you've got a lot of issues here. Um, moral of the story is good on Elon Musk. <laughs> Because he bought this company and he's like, yo, fuck these assholes who were here before me. He fired everybody. He walked in. He found all the files of all the sketchy shit and goes, here you go, public. Everyone can read them and just put it out there for everyone to, to look at. Although he may have made everyone now dumber. Because now everyone's trying to be a legal expert and a First Amendment and... Right, right. Bad legal takes is thriving. If I could buy stock in a Twitter account... <laughs> yeah. It's going to thrive more than Defiant else. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because now everyone's a fucking legal expert, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone's fucking Charlie's fucking Uncle, Uncle Jack. Yeah, <laughs> the best goddamn size of my lawyer. hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so then the other thing, what I mentioned before briefly that that I thought of, um, 
that I I heard on the Drinking Bros podcast. Again, I did I didn't write down the timestamp. I I was gonna play like the forty five second clip of Dan Holloway talking, um, but it's I'll do my best to recreate the situation. So basically, what has happened now is I think yesterday, um, Janet Yellen, who is the uh, the the Treasury King, right? She she's in charge of you know, all of the money basically, but not really because the federal reserve is, but let's, let's not go down that tinfoil hatted rabbit hole. Um, so she's the, she's the money czar, Janet Yellen. Um, and she came out yesterday, like I said, I think it was yesterday and said, for all intents and purposes, the reason why inflation is so bad is because during the pandemic, people had so much extra cash that they were buying things and it caused a supply chain bottleneck. So I'm this is thousand, where- I'm about a thousand percent sure that that's not correct. So, the, it, well, yeah. And this is where the, the clip from Dan Holloway was fucking money because he goes, so originally inflation wasn't real. It wasn't a problem. It was transitory, right? Remember we were saying that, oh, inflation's transitory. It's not going to be here. Then the problem was COVID, right? Well- they, everything was closed for COVID. So, you know, that's why, you know, the, the, the inflation happens and this and that. And then it was the supply chain, right? Because then it was like COVID affected the supply yeah, chain. People weren't able to work. So the right. supply chain's all fucked up. Yeah. Right, right, right. So then, so then they shifted to that. And then they shifted to Russia, Putin's price hike. Yeah. Remember that? It's both. Oh, it's, it's Putin's price hike. Well, that's that's what's causing inflation. It's it's not us. It's Putin's price hike. Now, the reason why you can't afford your groceries is because you spent too much money. You spent too much money during the pandemic. I can't How believe people still support these people. Fucking stupid. Do you have to be to sit there and go? Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I can't I can't afford to put gas in my car because I bought a new computer during yeah, the pandemic. Because you and I put in uh, a walkway and we yeah. redid a, a porch. Yeah. A screw we did we redid a screened in porch. We did the walkway. We built the patio furniture. Yep. Uh I bought a chainsaw <laughs> and a lot of bourbon. Yep. So because you and I did those things, gas is 350 right now. Yeah. Yep. That's the reason why. The the treasuries are pretty cool. Is now blaming you. You, <laughs> the listener, fault. all of us, me included. It's our fault that inflation is this bad. Again, if I t- if I can remind you and take you through the timeline of the last two years. Nope, inflation is transitory. It's not going to last. It's not real. To, well, COVID happened, so people couldn't work. So 
the supply chain is backed up. So, you know, that's that's causing some some problems with inflation. Uh, to Putin's price hike, it's not our fault. To, you know what? It's actually your fault. You spent too much money over the last couple of years. Now the prices are are too expensive for everyone to afford. Which one is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because none of those really are connected. I don't, I don't get how people still support these people. Like this is what I, this is what I'm struggling to understand because it's like a politician coming out and spewing bullshit. Like I'm used to, but like, how does no one like? How does ninety percent of people not look at you and go? How do we get you out of office now? Yeah, which you can't because it's a cabinet position, right? That's appointed. Yeah, it is. All right. Um, can someone Photoshop like cocaine <laughs> with this person or something? Like get them fired? Yeah, good old Janet Yellen, the fucking crazy party girl. <laughs> Whatever, heroin. Yeah, hey, whatever, whatever it takes, right? Yeah, it can't be cracked though because Hunter Biden tried that and no one, no one freaked out. So it's got to be worse than crack. Worse than crack. That's easy. Yeah, heroin. Math. No one respects math. It's yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's like you belong in Florida. Like yeah, meth meth is a very Florida drug. Yeah, that's it is the Florida of drugs. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So there you have it. There's your there's your uh fucking secretary of the treasury, the highest ranking economic official in the country is saying inflation is so bad because of you. It's your fault. Yeah, you guys spent too much money. Yeah. Which is funny because they gave us money so that we would spend it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not their fault. What do you think this clown went to college for? Oh, fuck. She's a billion years old. She may have gone for fucking powdered wig making. Fuck. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I would say fucking accounting. Yeah. Okay. Turns out she actually did economics. I was really, I was really hoping that like it's like oh she's like in you know head of the treasury and it's like what'd she major in english yeah yeah um how do i yeah oh education i'm not in education yeah i think she worked in economics or whatever brown intended to study philosophy then moved to economics all right at least on paper, you're, you know, correct for the job. Right, right. <laughs> Earned her master's in 1971. Jesus fuck. That's 51 Christ. years ago. So she's like 80. She's in her 80s, probably. Probably 73. She got, a mas- she got a master's degree, you're what, 22, 23 when you graduate? No, yeah, she's 76. Yeah. No, you're not 20. 50. You're 20, 25 ish with a master's degree. 24 at most. Yeah. 
I was really hoping she was going to be like a fucking physics professor. <laughs> you want to be the treasury treasury queen? Go ahead. Go nuts. Yeah, sure. Here you go. Here's the job. It's not a real profession. It's not a real job anyway. Like you don't do anything. Yeah. He doesn't. People right. in the department do. Right. Right. Well, also, like I said, the tinfoil hat there, we don't control our own money anyway. The Federal Reserve controls the money. No, of course we so. do. The government does. The government yeah. does it all. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's called the Federal Reserve because the government runs it, right? Obviously, with a name like the Federal Reserve, it's run by the, the federal government. Obviously. It's, yeah, obviously. It's definitely not just called that as a fucking smoke and mirror show. No, definitely okay. not. That yeah, wouldn't def- make any sense. Definitely not. And definitely not the uh, the only two presidents we've had in history that wanted to remove the Federal Reserve or absolve, with, no, dissolve, dissolve the Federal Reserve. Uh, both got bullets in their fucking brains. But I mean, don't tell that to uh, Mr. and not- Mrs. Link- Lincoln and Kennedy. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Mary Todd and Jackie O. Don't tell them that, that, you know, maybe if they didn't try and get rid of the Federal Reserve. No. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. No, definitely not. They happen like a hundred years apart. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah, uh, what the fuck else? Oh. Well, I guess to be fair, right? Um, to be fair, uh, the one good thing that the government did recently was they finally did their fucking job. Um, and the Senate voted to codify same sex and interracial marriage. Um, so Again, we've talked about this before. It happened with the whole Roe v. Wade thing. The Supreme Court is kind of going back and looking at things and saying it's not the job of the Supreme Court (laughs) to make law of the land. The job of the Supreme Court is to determine whether or not laws fit the Constitution or not. Things are either unconstitutional or constitutional. They are, again, I've said this before, arguably probably the most important branch of the government, right? They are the ultimate like check and balance. Like the executive branch tries to do something like forgive billions of dollars in student loans with a fucking piece of paper. And the Supreme Court comes out and goes, hold the phone, buddy. You don't have the power to do that. The Constitution over here, this document that we've been running off of for 300 years, uh, you can't do that. Or whatever else, that's their job, right? Like that's the Supreme Court. So what this current Supreme Court has done is they've gone back and looked at rulings that old Supreme Courts have done that have led to quote unquote laws. And they're re-examining them because they recognize hey, it's not our job to make laws. So what did they do? They overturned Roe v. Wade. Well, I shouldn't say overturned, but they they removed, fuck it, let's just say everyone knows what I, well, no one really knows what that means, but they overturned Roe v. Wade and, and turned it to the states, right? So when I say overturned, I don't mean like, they made abortion illegal across the country because that's not 
what happened. They looked at it and said, it's not the job of the Supreme Court to create laws in this country. As a result of this ruling, everyone just kind of moved forward and said that abortion should be legal all over the country. That's not really how this works. So what we're going to do is revert back and allow every individual state to decide whether or not they want to keep abortion. Now, we've said this on the show before, if the federal government actually gave a shit, they could have got together and voted in the House of Representatives and the Senate, and they all could have voted to make abortion a federally protected right. They did not. So all of these people that are so mad at Republicans and so mad at the Supreme Court, the Democrats have been in control of the Senate and the House. Why was there no law? Why was there no federal law to codify abortion protection? Again, we've talked we've talked that talk already. So, but unfortunately, the people that listen to the show probably kind of see things the similar to we do. So we're not really going to affect anyone that's a crazy fucking liberal. It's like, oh yeah, hmm, that's right. How come they didn't vote on that? Because exhibit A, there were rumors that the Supreme Court was going to do the same thing with the ruling that essentially created a law that that allowed gay marriage gay and interracial marriage it was like something from 2003 or 2004 maybe there was a ruling um about uh, a gay marriage i think it was in maine or massachusetts one of the one of those states and the supreme court was like nope we protect this now it's law here we are again the current supreme court is like guys that's not our fucking job so there were rumors that they were going to then turn over the right of gay marriage and interracial marriage back to the individual states. People don't like that. People are freaking right. out. People are like, Supreme Court, bad, bad. Why you do this, Supreme Court? Because they're too fucking stupid to sit there and go, it's not the job of the Supreme Court to make laws. I've said that 16 fucking times now. So hopefully you got it through your thick skull. It's not their job. Whose job is it? The legislative branch. So amidst rumors of of gay and interracial marriage um, being turned over to the state's rights, what did the legislative branch do? By God, they took it to a vote. And wouldn't you know that the Senate voted 61 to 36 to codify same-sex and interracial marriage. So now all it has to do is pass the House of Representatives and we have ourselves here, folks, a federal law that now protects gay and interracial marriage. Holy fucking shit. That's what the government is supposed to do. Yeah, so when are we getting rid of that Supreme Court? <laughs> yeah, Supreme Court, bad. Lawmakers, good. Judges, bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're going to they're gonna take away gay marriage and they're going to take away interracial marriage. Dude, thank God they're for not. the Senate. They're not. 
The Supreme Court actually will do no such thing. They will not physically take away anything. They will just rule that this right should be determined by every individual state, unless there is a federal law to supersede that. And here we go. We have ourselves the beginnings of a federal law to supersede that. Yeah, that's one of the bingo words for uh, bad legal takes. Pat, quote unquote, passed by the Supreme Court. Yeah. The Supreme Court doesn't pass anything. No, the Supreme Court does not pass or create. Or take away. No, correct. Correct. The Supreme Court sits there and literally goes, yep, thumbs up, guys. Good job. Or nope, thumbs down, guys. Can't do that. Stop doing that. So so if the Supreme Court, like if you're looking at the Supreme Court and they do something you don't like, get over it and get your fucking lawmakers to fix it. Right. Because if you want a new law, you probably want to go to those that make the laws. I'm a bill. I'm a bill. I'm sitting on Capitol Hill. You remember that? <laughs> like, yeah, whatever the fuck that thing was. Yeah, the schoolhouse rock. I almost said jailhouse like, rock. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's That's probably right. more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is how this shit works. They taught us this shit when we were in fourth grade with the fucking schoolhouse rock. You know what I remember from fourth grade social studies? I, I remember, truthfully I'm, don't remember anything. I remember being having a test. And I was the only uh, I was the only kid in social studies class, fourth grade, to get get a one hundred percent on the test. And the teacher said there was a question on this test that everyone got wrong except one person, and I was the only person who got this question right. Look at you, and it star. (laughs) And it was why was farming so difficult in like. New England in the 1600s or something. And it was like, there were like actual like governmental or political like things. And one was like, the ground is frozen. (laughs) 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 And no one took the ground was frozen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Except me. Cause I looked at, I go, well, it seems reasonable. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it gets pretty fucking cold around here in the winter. And that was the answer to the test. It was one of those where it was like, everyone got too cute. So that's what I remember from fourth grade social studies, but at least I can remember that the Supreme court doesn't make the laws. The legislative branch makes the laws. Correct. Yeah. So again, like, that's the thing is like if you got outraged about gay and interracial marriage, it's like go to the House and the Senate. Pick up the phone and call your representative or send them emails. Like you can they're do the that. only ones who can do anything. Send them an email every single day at 8 a.m. Schedule that email to get sent. I need you to make a bill to protect same sex and interracial marriage. That simple. And fire off the same fucking email. You can schedule them now with Google, Google, uh, Gmail and Outlook, whatever fucking mail service you use, you can schedule emails. You can just copy and paste and send it to send every single fucking day and at 8 a.m. or whatever time you choose, really. Like that, these people's jobs is to listen to their constituents who would be us, right? We, they represent us. 
So if we want them to do something, they're supposed to do it, lest they get voted out and replaced with someone that we will do what we want. Uh, unfortunately, that's not really how the federal government has worked over the last few decades, probably close to about 100 years. But uh, hey, it's good in theory. <laughs> So yeah, like I said, I did I did wanna I did wanna give kudos to the Senate. And um, yeah. you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna shit on the government when they do bad stuff, I'm gonna, you know, give them a pat on the back when they do good stuff. You know what? I think that pat on the back isn't worth it because all they did was their fucking job. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's all they but did. again, if I can make a quick call back here, why didn't they do that with abortion? If they if they did that so quickly that they all only there had to be rumors that it was going to happen right there was no ruling like the Supreme Court didn't come out and release anything <laughs> there was just rumors of it and they got real fucking quick on that I would love to know the the, the lifespan of that like when was the first rumor and when was it when did the Senate vote on it like what was that yeah. turnaround yeah probably pretty fucking quick they had fifty years. To handle abortion. Yeah. I'm almost curious. I'm like, I wonder if it would even pass. Because of the South. Yeah. And that's probably why they don't introduce it. Because they know. It won't pass. Because that's some other sketchy shit. That that the federal politicians will do. They won't introduce a bill. Unless they know it's going to pass. Because they don't want to look bad. Right? Because then if it doesn't pass. It hurts their record. Yeah, well, yeah, it hurts their record, but then also, if it doesn't pass, it's well, dead. now there's a written record of who voted what way, right? So you can be like, well, you voted for this, and you were on the wrong side of that vote. You know what I mean? So there's a, there's a lot of really sketchy shit. There's a lot of, hey, there's a reason why they call it playing politics, right? But there's a lot of politics played when it comes to you know, introducing bills and voting on that shit. They're fucking sketchy. They all suck. They're all cunts. Again, Sounds awesome, actually. Refer to the uh, all politicians are cunts moniker. Here. Sounds like something I just all of a sudden want to get involved in now. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Sign me up. <laughs> um, all right. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, I got some, uh, I got some more politicking all to right. go through. I like it. So Massachusetts today was supposed to vote on <clears throat> Plain Ridge's uh, retail license for sports betting. Okay. Now, Plain Ridge is owned by Penn. Right. Penn will own Barstool at some point, whether it's not. I don't think it's completely 100% yet. Yeah. Do they have a majority stake, though? They have they a feel- big stake. Yeah. And I think they will have a potential 100% at some point. Yeah. Or a number so great that it's kind of crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> so they meet for fucking God knows how long, fucking forever. And then someone brings up the New York Times article with Dave Portnoy. And in it, He's referred to as a degenerate gambler and how they're, you know, kind of exposing the college age of whatever. 
So people want to know, like, what's Penn going to do about this? Like, how are we going to handle the barstool aspect of things? To which I say, Penn might own Barstool, but the Barstool sports book is not Barstool Sports. People are aren't smart enough to make that delineation, though. So Portnoy Bad doesn't yeah. own Barstool anymore. Right. So I actually have the the real, real quick, uh, not to uh, sidetrack you, but... Um, Penn purchased 36% of the company in 2020, and they filed paperwork to purchase the remainder of the company that will go into effect February of 2023. Yeah. So March 1st of, of next year, Penn will own 100% of Barstool. Yeah. So obviously they're going to have the Barstool Sportsbook at Plain Ridge because that's the logical thing. Mm-hmm. But Massachusetts is now holding this up over Dave Portnoy, who does not own Barstool anymore. Right. Uh, he's not the CEO. Nope. Erica Nardini is the CEO. I don't think he's actually employed by Barstool anymore. Maybe he is. He shows. He still shows yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's on. I think he still does a couple podcasts. Yeah. Um. And he does some of like the video stuff. Whatever. Yeah. So now, Plain Ridge's retail license is kind of fucked to hell right now because they don't know if they want to go through and approve Barstool Sportsbook at Plain Ridge because of Portnoy. And I'm just like, again, they fucking legalized it and they made a commission of people who genuinely don't want sports betting in the state. Right. Like this would not be fucking coming up. Like what? Like how? How is this coming up? Like, oh, Barstool Sports—they cater to college kids. Blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, you still have to be twenty-one to fucking bet, right? All of that's in place. Barstool Sportsbook is the second grossing American book. Yeah, right now wow. I think it's behind FanDuel. Wow, I didn't. Which know is that. awful because they. I don't think it's a How game. are they? They're bigger than like MGM and Caesars and all of them. Like the actual like Vegas books. Well, the Vegas books are only in Vegas. Yeah, you know what? That that's a great point. I didn't even think about it like that. And I don't know if someone would have to fact check me. I'm not sure. I don't know if Caesars has a sports book in Vegas. Okay. Um, they might. I, I I don't know. Yeah, but I know like the South Point is like they have they're in Vegas and they might have a location like Colorado or something, and like yeah. that's it. Like yeah. they aren't massive, massive things. Right. Um. But again, here we go, and they're supposed to vote. I think tomorrow is MGM, which in Springfield, like. Dude, if they don't fucking pass this, if yeah. they don't approve MGM, seriously, fire everyone. This commission sucks. They can't fucking do it. Yeah. Like, they really cannot. I'm trying to find out what their what Barstool Sports is actually second in, like what that category truthfully is. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is like you need to be mobile in multiple states. That's how 
Right. Right. Yeah. So that, I mean, it does make sense then that it would be like them and FanDuel. So then I would imagine DraftKings is probably up there. Probably third. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now they're, they're trying to hold it up because of fucking Portnoy. And I'm just like, again, he doesn't even like to call. Well, he's, he's, he's like one of the lead marketers. It's like, you people suck. You people yeah. really, really fucking suck. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and then Commissioner O'Brien, oh, my concerns about David Portnoy are a private issue. Well, you're in a public fucking setting, so can't be that private. Yeah. Also, you're voting on something that the state already passed. So your private issues, excuse me, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, all and that's going to... As like, a professional, like, you should be able to, to separate your private opinions from what the public already voted on. Yeah, and it's like, why? Like, Penn owns Plain Ridge. They're not going to bring somebody else in. Right, right. They're not going to bring in fucking Caesars. Like, yeah. Never mind. Maybe, hopefully they have now. Second largest retail provider in the U.S., Penn, or wow. Barstool Sportsbook. Yeah. Um. So actually, that's all in person. Wow. But, um. Uh, again, it's just like still just spin the wheels. I can't wait for Bet three sixty five to not go into random because I think Bet three sixty five <laughs> used to be offshore. They're like, yeah. well, well, what about their offshore past? How do we know that? How do we know we can trust them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. Fuck this state. Or it's, yeah, British. Yeah. Pussies. Boy. Good day, mate. <laughs> No, I, I can't wait. It's going to be great when if MGM doesn't go through without a hitch tomorrow, then someone someone somewhere is fucking extorting. Like there's no other explanation for why they would delay this. Right. And then ultimately, what do they want to do is are they really going to deny Barstool Sportsbook at Plain Ridge and be like, oh, well, if you found a different provider, we'd take you and they'll just go go fuck yourself. Yeah, because now Penn isn't going to make that money anymore. Like, okay, betting partnership, sure, but, like, they obviously want their book. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. So, here we go. Hopefully, MGM gets approved tomorrow. That would be a positive step. Yeah. And then I think win win would be uh, Thursday. Well, I I have personal opinions about Steve Wynn, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. He's not a good yeah, guy. Don't worry. Don't worry. He didn't. It, it, yeah. It's like, man, if only they would like make him, I don't know, sell the fucking company. Yeah. <laughs> or sell the casino. Yeah. 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 Change the whole name too. So it's not even win anymore. Maybe call it something like, uh, like Encore. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the former owner. Fuck off. Piece of shit. All right. Um, what do I want to go with with my final thought? Um, 
All right, this one is kind of kind of interesting here. Um, so the San Francisco City Council recently just voted to allow their police robots to use deadly force. So couple of things here. Um, one, I didn't even know that the the police already had robot like robots in fucking uh, in San Francisco. Uh, another thing, do they pick up the shit or do they just ignore yeah, it? Yeah, probably not. Well, they probably had to switch to robots because when robots step in shit, they don't care. But right. the actual people step in shit and they're like, well, I'm not going out on patrol. So yeah, that might that might be like hazard pay or something against OSHA. It's yeah, gotta probably. be it's gotta be against something. Yeah, probably most likely. The, the union has a provision where they don't work in shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so the other thing now we have police robots, and this was voted on by city council. Right. This isn't like the police department internally decided, hey, by the way, we're going to let our robots use like execute lethal force if necessary. Uh, it's the city council. So. San Francisco is like about as fucking blue as it gets. It's it's literally like San Francisco, L.A., New York City. And like everyone else portland portland yeah yeah like and they just voted to allow their politicians voted to allow their police department to have robots use lethal force you can call them killer robots yeah yeah i know right do they have laser beams attached to their heads i fucking hope so um Hope they have fucking rocket launchers on them too. Imagine they just start blowing people up. Like there's like a homeless guy tries to attack it and it just fucking blows him up. Well, we're authorized to use lethal force. Yeah, it might so, solve the homeless problem. Yeah, why not just use a fucking grenade and a rocket launcher when we could, you know what I mean? Like why, let's just cut to the chase here. Let's just fucking ex- blow them up instead of like shooting them. Too messy. There's gotta yeah. be a quicker way. That's what I was thinking, like a laser, like laser beam, just like kind of a ray make, gun. Put like an X in the middle of their chest cavity. Yeah. <laughs> that should probably kill everything. Yeah. And the laser will probably helpful. cauterize the wound. Yeah. You would think. That could be inhumane. That would be against the Eighth Amendment. <laughs> Cruel and unusual the, punishment. I don't know if the Eighth Amendment's on Twitter. No, you'd be dead. No, no, no. Like you'd still be dead because like you would. <clears throat> like you would sever all major pieces of your chest cavity going, but it wouldn't make like a mess because it would cauterize like at the skin level. Yeah. It's yeah. biology. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> I don't think when you take your MTEL or any classes, they cover uh, lasers. So yeah, no, that's true. That was in robotics. Wasn't a, wasn't a big robotics guy. No, you got to take a special kind of biology. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's fun. Uh, we have San Francisco. So I can't wait for the first person to, this sounds terrible, but I can't wait for the first person to be killed by a robot in San Francisco and have everyone freak the fuck out. 
right? Be like, oh my God, oh my God, what are we doing? Like, you guys literally voted to allow this. What do you mean? What are you doing? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? (laughs) And in San Francisco, that person could identify as like a walking fucking praying mantis. So it's like, oh, that's going to be the best part. The robots are are transphobic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they killed a they killed a a trans homeless person. Obviously, this robot is transphobic. We need to decommission it immediately and send it to sensitivity training. It needs to be reprogrammed. Yeah. Yeah. It can only kill white people. (laughs) That's how I interpreted what you said. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess the third the third thing there is like, have you guys not seen Black Mirror? Any type of dystopian society, anything? Yeah, yeah this is depiction? quite literally how it starts. So this yeah, will be it, fun. Yeah, but it should be like way safer. Yeah, yeah, what could go wrong? We have killer robots on the road. It'll be way safer. Yeah, yeah. Can we just fucking blow up San Francisco at this point? I'm telling you, just cut off the entire West Coast. Yeah. I hope there's the fucking. We'll make, we'll make a notch on the on the eastern border of Oregon that wanted to move to Idaho. Yeah, they wanted to become Idaho. We'll we'll allow uh, Eastern Oregon to join Idaho, and then they can be a sovereign state. They don't have but, to join Idaho because Idaho. I don't know if Idaho wanted them. Oh uh, yeah, that's but fair. I respect their thoughts on the matter. Yeah, they can become their own sovereign state, and then uh, the rest of Washington. I'm sorry, the rest of Oregon, wa- the state of Washington. And California can all simultaneously get fucked. Yep. See you later. You can fuck right off. Useless. Yeah. Eastern Oregon, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> but Everyone only because else... you hate the rest of Oregon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you're on thin ice, buddy. We're we're only yeah. letting you here because we hate the same people, right? We have a yeah. mutual enemy. Yeah, you we better don't, fucking we don't we don't know yourself. if we like you, but we hate the same. So yeah, yeah. You're on so, probation yeah (laughs) so again that'll be fun to watch so keep an eye on the hellhole that is san francisco um so that is going to do it for us uh so thank you guys for watching if you're on youtube again uh like rate subscribe review on apple and itunes you give us five stars tell everybody you know about the show um big shout out to mybookie.com um you can use the promo code SarcasmPod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Hopefully, you know, in the next few days, we have some news that maybe we can, in addition to mybookie.com, uh, you guys can use some some local books if you listen to us in Massachusetts, which most of you do. Um, but yeah, who knows? <laughs> maybe not, but most likely not. So <laughs> uh, I guess fuck off then. Use my bookie instead. Um, grillyourassoff.com. Use the same promo code SarcasmPod for fifteen percent off your entire order every single time you check out. You can get us on Instagram at SarcasmSpeaksPod. We're on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook Sarcasm Speaks. Website SarcasmSpeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch, get some shit with our logo on it. And until next time, good night. Everybody.